All right, you got the So Baseball podcast on Friday, October 22nd. We had one game last night. That was the Dodgers beating the Braves 11-2. That series is now 3-2 Braves. And tonight we've got Astros-Red Sox. Red Sox also down 3-2 going into this game. So they got Evaldi pitching, so they're going to try and even the series in Houston. So enjoy that and enjoy this podcast. Uh, We've got... Kevin joining first, and then after a break, my brother joins. So enjoy both of those and talk to you soon. David. Yes. Good morning. Can you hear me? Kevin. Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought this was going to be Dave. It was going to be Dave, but I hijacked. Wow, you're sneaky. Well, I, I just I just parked. I'm in the middle of nowhere, and I saw I could join a podcast. So, hell yeah! Can you hear me? Okay, because I I'm on. I think it's on speakerphone. Coming to you live from the middle of nowhere in a parking lot, Mister Kevin. In the Tri Valley area. Tri Valley. What are the three valleys? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's Tri City. <laughs> this sounds like a made-up place. No, it's near Pleasanton. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah. Um, well, let's just wait for Dave to join here since he was the one uh, pushing to get this going. I know he's excited. We're What's all he excited, excited about. Uh, he probably has some talking points. Those exciting talking points. I think he just likes to trigger us. <laughs> well, we're all feeling a little triggered after last but- night's game. But we'll hold off on that till we get our man Daver in here. You know um, the guy who got lost. Yeah, well, the guy who got lost in the shuffle was AJ Pollock. I mean, he had two. Yeah, he hit two home runs. Yeah, in a in a must win playoff game, an elimination yeah. game, and uh, you're overshadowed by someone who hits three home runs. Right. That's <laughs> uh, Albert Pujols didn't know who to hug. <laughs> he was hugging everybody. <laughs> he was, he's great. I, I I really did. You see him on the post game? Uh, yeah, yeah. That that was good stuff. I mean, he's just uh just a just just a like I was saying, a texting you, you know, an ambassador to baseball. Absolutely, you know? he's living his best life right now. He is because he's got nothing to prove and just everything to enjoy. Yeah. Where do you think he ends up next year? Is he going to keep playing? Well, it all depends on the DH and the NL, right? Well. Yeah, I mean, if they bring in the DH, yeah, and this is a this is an off season conversation about the the collective bargaining agreement that we need yeah. to get in place before any more baseball can be played in twenty twenty two. If they do bring the DH to the NL, you know, does he go back to St. Louis to reunite with his old pals and all his old fans? It could be, could be. It'd be a, a win win for I think the city of st louis and the cardinals and also i he kind of alluded to it in the post-game interview about being in the nl you know what i mean like he i i think he was kind of um kind of lost in in anaheim you know he had injuries here and there but i just you know but but we all know he he was such a great um asset for mike trout like him and mike trout are are closer than close and um that's that's gotta you know have helped mike trout deal with his game and stuff so i think so yeah i mean if you listen to cool stuff trout that he has nothing but 
um, you know, the greatest things to say about Pujols. Right. And how he helped his development when he got to the majors. So Yeah, because, I mean, you, you know, who's Mike Trout going to talk to who could say, hey, I think you should do this a little bit this way? <laughs> well, nobody with more experience and success than Albert Pujols. Exactly, exactly. So you kind of have a little bit of a, a platform to speak from. But yeah, it's it's that that part I have to say has been very interesting, especially in these playoffs because we've seen Pujols, you know, through the second part of the year, but you really get the feeling that the guy is just top-notch, class, class act. Oh, definitely. I mean, those lost years out in Anaheim, you know, where he was... yeah. You know, not necessarily getting booed, but just persona non grata. Yeah, he the was. Fan base. He was just he he was he was on a big contract. Um, I I really think the DH kind of kills some people. I know he played some first base, but um, I don't know. I just feel like the DH is like it's not for everyone. You know, uh, who was the guy who used to be in Seattle who was amazing DH guy? Um gotten the hall of fame as a dh i think probably the oh, first um what's his uh what's his face uh, uh edgar edgar rodriguez no edgar no. Um, but yeah yeah we know and, who we're, we know who we're talking about the guy yeah. who mentored a rod yeah and and that guy i mean he he was he 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 thrived as a dh right so right um not everyone not everyone can do that though it's uh it's kind of, you, Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely um, he was the best of that era as a DH. Uh, I mean, so. yeah, there's these certain guys who um, they kind of they combine an incredible bat to ball skill, yeah, and approach with um, like a passion and a student of hitting. You right. know, like a, like a Tony Gwynn. And yeah. then you're just like, if you're going to be this good right out the box and also work at it this much and study yeah. your craft, you're going to be unstoppable. And these are the guys who threatened to hit 400. Right, right. I mean, Ted Williams would, would uh, you know, he probably could have de-aged until he was 60. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, uh, think about all the years he took off, too, for fighting oh in various God. wars and yeah why he I went do. to the korean war is just preposterous at, at well, the age it, he was i mean i think yeah. he was i think he was just being like uh you know extra patriotic or something yeah he definitely but i mean well part of it was he was such a great pilot because his vision was so amazing he had he his his eyesight was like it was beyond 2020 and um I'm I'm not an optimist. Right? No, it was like t- 2010. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was like zombie like, level. Yeah. 2010. That was a good year. Um, it was, yeah. And so he he as a pilot, that came in handy too. Let alone hitting the fastball or the curveball right, or right, whatever. Right. You know. So you know, some people just have natural gifts, and it's not fair. Yeah, but also Ted Williams, you know, methodology, right? Like he had a whole, you know, that whole hidden yeah. book that he wrote. Um, I know we've both read this book and we yeah, talked about pretty, it. I, I have a printout of it from my old firm. I have an original, um, original copy. Uh, mm, I have a, Apple. I have a PDF printout. That's good. That's so good. I guess you think you're pretty cool. No, I have a PDF printout of the Unabomber's <laughs> manifesto. But I don't... <laughs> Did he mail it to you? <laughs> I, I think in New York check, it, check it for powder. 
The New York Times published it, remember? <laughs> oh, right. That's funny. Uh, man, what crazy times. But um, I remember, I remember, quick aside, I remember like during the Trump presidency, like they would p- post something like, oh, they just released the Mueller report. I better save this PDF because it's historic. <laughs> I'm going to print it out. Well, are they like, are they NFTs? Can you get an NFT on that? Like, no, I don't think so. Is the government selling NFTs? I mean, that would be pretty be. wild. Might, could be helpful. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, so I want to wait for Dave to join. Um, I, I've got so like we can talk minutes, about our so amazing sponsor. I have right. a, I, I happen to be actually near some vineyard. There's actually vineyards right in front of me. By the way, <laughs> seriously, yeah. I I have to go though. It's it's noon. I have a noon appointment. Meeting. Okay. Okay. And, well, uh, thank you for joining us momentarily. Yeah. Anyway. Say hi to Dave if you if he shows up. I think he will. Uh, I think he called this meeting and now he's yeah, not here. That's typical. Um, I'm sure he's got some <laughs> rants to do because yeah. the Dodgers won last night. So we'll get, we're going to be hearing some some fire and you know brimstone. Yeah. No. From Dave. Hey, good. Good on them. Good on them to come back like that. I mean, they 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 took two out of three at home uh, one of them they kind of got snuck in there at the end and that will be uh they're going back to uh hopefully they won't mess with their starting pitching now from here on they've learned their lesson right um but we'll see what happens i think they can do it okay okay Bye-bye. bye daver rossi how's it going brother good how you doing guy good Good. We've got a busy Friday on our plates. I know. Very busy Friday. Very busy Friday. Very busy. Um, why? What are you doing? What are you doing today? Well, I'm doing some paralegal work. Uh, oh, I've got shit. a big hearing next week or arbitration all next week. So I'm, I'm cranking today. Crank it. I'm cut, cutting video clips. I'm prepping exhibits. I'm getting my tech in order. I've got to, I've got to present live in a live setting for the first time in two years. So it's all happening. Good for you, man. Yeah. What's on your plate? I just got like back at back to backers, you know, just like um, I got, a, I got a one and then I got a two and then I got a four and, a, and the two is a two hour. And then I got a four and the four Jesus. is going to be one plus hours. And then I think I got like a five thirty. After oh, that, no. what the so hell? It's, it's going. It's that's why. I mean, I wasn't trying to be uh, a wise guy or anything, hyperbolic. Yeah, I wasn't trying to say that. But once you know, one o'clock rolls around, it really is uh, right. My my end here. You turn into a pumpkin. Pumpkin time. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you could make some time. We want to get your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Kevin jumped in for about five minutes um, oh, on, on the, the last call and. Um, we didn't even get around to talking about the game. We just talked about Albert Pujols hugging everybody, which was adorable. But um, yeah. uh, we didn't even touch on the game at all. Um, right. So I wanted to give you the chance to weigh in. Um, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you some quick baseball stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, in general, you know, kind of expected um, that the Dodgers would push it, push it to a game six. I don't. I, you know it's kind of their deal you know they every time you think you snuffed them out they sort of they they come back you know um so i i think that atlanta has you know ptsd slash (laughs) from last season for sure same exact situation 
Um, but now this time they're at home and hopefully they can close it out. I think they will. I um, think they will. They got two chances at it um, at home with fans. As you know, last year um, they didn't have fans. They had the cardboard cutouts um, and they also had no off days, no travel days because it was played at a neutral site. I think uh, that fans at Truist Park are going to, um, they're going to just scream and cheer their team to a win uh, one of these two games. But I have to, I have to say, I actually disagreed with your pregame prediction. I, I thought losing Justin Turner was going to be the last straw for those guys because they had no starting pitchers available, no Justin Turner. So, uh, but bringing in Pujols against the left-handed pitcher, Max Freed, he did the job. He got on yep. base like three times. Um, all those relievers did their job more or less. I mean, Joe Kelly, I guess, picked up an injury of some kind, and they did allow a couple runs. But, um, you know, all those, all those relievers carried the baton, handed the baton, and uh, Chris Taylor and A.J. Pollock just did the rest, man. It was like a slugfest. Uh, yeah, it got ugly there. <laughs> Tyler was at the game. Ugly. I saw – I saw Tyler's Instagram story this morning. He was going nuts. Uh, made me wish I'd been out there, especially if it's the last home game of the year for those guys. But, you know, yeah. who knows? Who I the mean, F I, knows? I hate to say it, but I, I don't think it's uh, going to be an easy, you know, an easy finish for Atlanta. Um, you know, yeah. it's just they're, they're tough. They're very tough. Um, and once It's hard to close going, a team you know, out. It's hard to close the team out. That's true. Um, so we'll see. It could be a game seven. That would be fun just because game sevens are fun. Yeah. I would um, love a game seven. Game seven would be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I, you know, would love, I want the Dodgers out because you know why, of course, but uh, <laughs> just it's never easy. It's never easy to get rid of them. We, we've, no. seen, we've seen it all year. Um. You can't just when you think you got them, you don't got them. Um, the Dodgers are kind of like uh, uh, termites. Like you think yeah. you got rid of them, and then you haven't. And you, exactly, you got a tent. You got a tent the whole place. You can't spot treat. Spot treating's no good. What's no good? Spot treat. No, no you spot, treat. spot treat. You got a tent. You got a tent, and so far nobody tent. has tented. No one is tenting. They think, "Oh, <laughs> let's come out here and just spray the area." It'll, you know, no, you can't spray the area. You got a tent. You got to cover up the whole fucking thing and kill everybody. Well, unfortunately, the best um, exterminators, the Giants, are no longer in business. I know. That would have been great. That they would have. They had the best chance. Yeah. Well, last night you're you know you're watching Freddie Freeman. You're saying, okay, maybe they're uh, maybe they're different. Maybe they're going to do it this time. And then I I don't get it. I just I, I don't understand how they just keep pitching to these guys. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess that's the game. But the Dodgers, are, the Dodgers, as long as they're not too far behind, they can pass. They can pass the baton. You know? Yeah. Let, let the next guy take care of it. Um, yeah. Get get your walks, get your singles, get on base, and then the seventh, eighth guys in the lineup can also do some damage. But uh, but if you're like 
if you're feeling like you got to hit a home run because you're down one nothing in the eighth, then the pressure's really on. Right. If you're not up by five, I mean, you're, it's not safe. Right. Four I runs still, is very gettable for them. That Bellinger home run to tie the game in game three um, was, I just, I feel like a punch in the mouth to the Braves. Although they punched back in game four. Yeah. Um, so it's been a bit of a slugfest, not as much of a slugfest as the Astros Red Sox series, but um, I just sort of feel like <laughs> the Dodgers have to win two in a row and everybody's picking them, even though they have to win two, the Braves yeah. only have to win one. Yeah. So I know that's some serious disrespect right there. It is. It is. But we'll see. Um, what do you think is going to happen tonight in the, in the Houston series is are they going to get it done or are they going to push it to seven? You know, I, I, I think they're going to push it to seven. I do. Huh. Wow. I, I think that uh, they've got some unfinished business and uh, yeah, you know, they, they, they were, they put themselves in a good spot and then they went ahead and lost, you know, what was it? Two of three in Fenway. Um, and yeah, now, but I think I think they can win tonight. I really do. You think Boston can win tonight? I think Boston can win tonight. Yeah. You know, the pressure's off. Everybody's already said, you know, even Sasha said they're, you know, done playing like shit, all that. Right. I know. They're, you know, their fan base is, is already ready to call it. So no pressure, you know, just go out there and, and swing it. Swing it up one more yeah. one game, make one game at a time. And they're probably pretty loose, I think. I think we're going to know how this game is going to go within the first inning. Because you do. the last time we saw Nate, Nate Eovaldi, he was on the mound in the top of the ninth, giving up seven runs to the, to the Astros Ooh. in that painful game <laughs> where, they, you know, where they were yeah. tied 2-2 and then just everything came, you know, everything unraveled. Yeah. So, um, We'll see if that if that hurt him physically or mentally uh, in his start tonight. So look look for these first few pitches. I'm sure the Astros are going to have a plan to either kind of jump the first pitch or take it. You know, they're going to have some sort of plan. Do we do we see a ton of pitches and make him work, or do we jump him and try and do damage on the first pitch of every at bat? So. Um, make sure you tune in for the, you know, the beginning of that game. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try. I think it's the five o'clock start. So mm -hmm. yeah, I should be able to do It'd that. It'd be on one of your calls. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just have it on, on mute in the background. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to be playing a rocket league match at some point. So I'll have to, I think my game's at six. So I'll be watching the first part of the game and then I'll, I'll put it on my iPad and dial up the, Dial up Rocket League for a half hour. I like it. I like it. So, um, uh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, how's your Rocket League uh, team going? Um, we're zero and two, so we need to we need to pull it together. We we both were a little bit rusty coming into the season. Um, so we're we had a great scrimmage last night, a couple of scrimmage matches. So we're feeling better than we were, but uh, 
The other thing is based on our performance last time, we kind of got promoted. Like we're up, like, you know, in, in soccer terms, we got promoted to the next tier. Right. So now we're facing better opponents every week. So it's just very frustrating to be like, oh, we're, we used to win all of these and now we're losing. Yeah. So. Yeah, that um, is tough. <laughs> but, but it's a know, sign that we're you, advancing. Exactly. That's how you make headway. Yeah. That's how you do it. Um, I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's really great. No, it's still fun. I still take joy in playing Rocket League, um, you know, a couple nights a week. I don't seem to be getting much better, but I'm not getting any worse. So it's just kind of a, a fun thing to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, I know a little bit more about video games than I used to. Right. Um, because of this show I'm doing. And I can't talk a lot about it, but I can say what's already in the news. Um, it's about League of Legends and uh, um, the scrim scrim is uh, that's short for scrimmage. Yeah, you probably know. Um, there's a whole scrim room. Yeah, places have a scrim room. Yes, where that's all they do in there is scrimmage. Scrimming is so important, both yeah. leading up to the match and also right before the match. Um, warming up in video games is so vital, especially in these kind of online. Uh, kind of multiplayer type of things, like whether that's League of Legends or Overwatch or anything. If you're going to just jump right in, you've got to spend 45 minutes just getting so keyed up and like get your reflexes fired up. Right. Your twitch, your twitch muscles need to be primed. Is that, is that what you do before a big match? I try to warm up for a half hour. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, at least. You got to play oh, some scrim, cool. play some scrims. Otherwise, you're ice cold going in there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, you don't want that. Anyway, shifting gears. Yeah. Would you like to talk about wine? I would love to talk about wine. All right. Um I'm a big fan of it as you know. Um Same. I like reds, I like uh I like reds, I like whites, <laughs> I like rosés. What are your, some of your favorite reds, like uh, what we like to call, um, you know, uh, I guess it would be like a, a grape, like a certain grape that you like? Well, if you want to talk reds, I have a much narrower window than I do on the whites or rosés. Oh, really? Okay, let's talk yeah. whites then. Let's so, talk about whites. Um, for like California wines, I really only like Pinot Noir. Uh, all the other reds, like a Cab or a Merlot. Those can be really weird. They can get real raisiny. Yeah. They can get um, really oaky. Like, right. there's a lot that can go wrong with those fancy wines. And yeah. uh, not that Pinot isn't also fancy, but I find Pinot to just be light. And uh, when it's well done, it's just drinkable. Um, and otherwise, if I'm not drinking one of those, I, I want the Italian, Italian reds. Right. I want like the Nebbiolo, the Sangiovese, the Barolo. Like, give me the, if you're going to go deep reds, give me the Italian shit. I just like how it can get kind of, you know, minerally, feel a little earthy. Yeah. I, want, I always, I want to taste like the mineraliness in wines. Um, so that's why, like, I love a dry white wine that's just like, it tastes like it was poured over granite. Yeah, that's some good stuff. I like a dry white myself. I like a dry white. But, you know, going back to your reds thing and pinots, 
I like delicious wine. I'm a big fan of it. I also love Pinot because it's it's just you know the uh, it's thin. It's uh, it's it's got a bite to it. Right. The thinness um, is the appeal for me. The thinness. I like that. But I don't. Yeah. Um, but what I find is it's really hard to find a a, a good Pinot that isn't you know twenty bucks. 25 maybe um if you try to score a, a cheap bottle of pinot it's it's mm-hmm. really not good you i don't know that it's even possible Ross. no well there might be a way for you to get some top pinots at say 40 percent off what <laughs> that's right dave really 40 percent off are you kidding on your first order from wineinsiders.com you go on there, you pick out your wines, you read all the reviews. It's an amazing website. And if you do buy six bottles, they give you 40% off your entire order. If you use the promo code so baseball, no space in between so and baseball, just so baseball. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah, a $20 Pinot, which is probably pretty good, goes down to 12 and that's right in my price range. Exactly. That's, I mean... That's grocery store prices. You're getting wine exactly. club wines at grocery store prices. Yeah, you're getting top tier, uh, highly sought after wine for, you know, um, the price of Bogle or, uh, <laughs> you know, or right. some other brand. And not to say anything against Bogle. I don't know if, if who knows, but uh, maybe Bogle's good now. Who knows? Bogle might be good. Bogle <laughs> could be good. And if you do get Bogle, you're bringing it from 10 bucks down to six. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So this is fantastic. Well, I want to get on that. I want to get on that. So you're, what you're saying is go on wineinsiders.com, shop like I would normally shop. And then at the very end, when I'm checking out, put so baseball, one word in the, in the promo code area. Correct. And I'm going to get 40% off. That is correct. And free shipping. Wow. Really? Well, actually the free shipping is, it is, comes with your order. That's not just because of us. That's uh, that's just every, every order of a certain amount gets free shipping. Oh, okay. Well, I plan on ordering uh, at least, you know, six or more bottles. So and I think, I think that qualifies. They have the fizzy rosé and cans that everybody's loving these days. Oh yeah, those are great. Those are great for a picnic or, uh, you know, an outdoor uh, concert or any, you know, something where there's no glass allowed. Because yeah, there's a lot of places they don't allow glass anymore. Right, right. Um, like your car. Right, like your car or near a pool or, um, you know, at a at a, you know, school fundraiser or something. Um, we are not so advocating. We are not advocating dr- drinking and driving. No, God no. Um, we're we're all about safe drinking, responsible drinking, um, and that's what I plan to do. Once I I'm as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to go on WineInsiders.com and I'm going to order some stuff. Do it, and I, I might only do the wish same. That I had some with me now. Yeah, because I'm already excited. I don't know what the turnaround time is, but I'm going to guess it's a few days. They um they overnight it uh two day. Two so, day overnight. Two day overnight is from okay. is my understanding. So it's so, Friday. So I'll probably get it Monday then. You'll get it Monday. Okay. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. It's I mean pretty the good. weekend's shot, but that's okay. 
<laughs> we'll we'll get you something else for the weekend. But then you're yeah. going to be up to your ears and and pinos. That sounds great. I'm yeah. I'm excited. You know what we should do? We should uh, next. Well, I don't know. We might podcast before it shows up. But whenever the next time we podcast and we have the wine, let's talk about what we what we got and 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 we can share. Bring a little wine talk into the baseball. We will. Thing. We'll have a we'll have a segment just talking about wines. Um, and that way, you know, if for our listeners who really don't care about what we think about wines, you know, you can fast forward through it. Right. They can but, skip, skip, skip. But it's going to be funny. It's going to be great because we don't know anything about wine, really. <laughs> but we we can drink it and talk like we do. And yeah. um, I was going to say we could try to figure out like some fun. I mean, baseball and wine crossover i mean you know mm. when you think baseball and alcohol you kind of you know beer right you're, yeah. you're drinking your beer and people actually make fun of you if you try to drink wine at, at the baseball they uh, do game um but maybe we can you know one one glass at a time we can we can change that we can change make, that make make wine a little more accepted at uh our our nation's favorite uh, ballparks at the, I remember when I was on my like low carb diet over the right. summer, insert laugh track. Um, I went to a couple Angels game games while I was on a wine. Wine was the only alcohol I could have on this diet. Right. Um, and I went to Angel Stadium and they have this kind of fancy wine bar um, on the ground level. Well, I wasn't right. sitting on the ground level. Uh, I was sitting like in the upper deck. So I had to make like a 20 minute, you know, going down those like long walkways that loop back and loop back. Oh, um, I love those. And got myself a freaking Sauvignon Blanc, looping back up, back up, back up, got to my seat. I think I'm half inning. What I'm saying is, as, as wine grows in popularity, let the upper deck folks have some wine. Put another one of those things up there. It's you know, not you just the rich a, people. Totally. And you make a great point that like a lot of times, cause I've sat everywhere I've sat in the, in the best seats you can get. And then, and then I've sat in some not so great seats and it really does. They, they kind of pigeonhole you on what kind of um, concessions they offer at, at these different mm-hmm. pricing tiers, you know, I mean, they don't have the fancy stuff up there, but just yeah. because I can't afford maybe, you know, a field, seat or you know a box seat doesn't mean i'm not willing to spend a little extra on some a quality beverage yeah you know, well like dodger like stadium that. if you want to if you want to break it down let's talk about dodger stadium right let's do it built in 1962 or whatever right. la- launched yep. in 1962 um it was a different time it was still the beer and hot dogs time for baseball nobody was demanding fancy shit Right. Uh, so they didn't really build out the kitchen capacities throughout the stadium for anything more than Dodger dogs. So those little, those little cutouts where you buy your food on the second and third tiers and the top tier, it's just basically like a hall closet. They've right. got a, they saw something to steam the hot dogs in, a place to keep the buns, and a beer tap. And that's all anybody needed for like 40, 40 years. Now all of a sudden... People are asking for freaking fancy shit. Well, they've got to put it in center field. 
They've got to, you know, they've got to put it underground, put it in a special bar. They don't have the opportunity that some of the newer ballparks do. But what they've done for the booze is kind of these mobile carts that they put in the walkway around the outer ring. So you can right. get you can get fancy booze at any level of Dodger Stadium, but the food selections are still suffering. That's my take. No, I think I think that's right. I think, yeah, when I'm walking from the entrance to wherever my seats may be, up, down, or right there, I, yeah, I'm walking past the uh, um, the 1800 cars. Mm-hmm, I'm walking mm-hmm. past the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Orin Swift cart. I'm walking yep. past the Carrossier cart. But then when I get to the, the food thing, it's like, like you said, Dodger dog, other kind of hot dog, um, you know, not movie theater nachos. Yeah. Um, I don't even think they have fries there. Yeah, they have things. garlic fries. Um, oh, they do? A couple of spots. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's not, yeah, it's not like, oh, it comes, comes with every, every entree yeah. or anything. I um, mean, Dodger Stadium is the Reds Java Hut of ballpark food. You know, they have yeah. the basics. It's yep. fresh. And don't ask for anything else. Yeah. Like when we were at the uh, LAFC, not to switch gears or anything. Switch. But when we were at LAFC, I got a, an art, a great craft beer on tap. Mm-hmm. I got um, a brisket sandwich, and it was good. It was amazing good brisket. Nice. You know, it was, and it was literally ten feet from where I was sitting. Yeah. No line, oh. no problem. Um, I'm falling in love with LAFC. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, they got a big couple of games coming up if they want to make the playoffs. When's their next game? Uh, well, they played, uh, I think, yes or no. They played Wednesday, and I think they play tomorrow. But I think it's it – And we know they have, a, they have a game on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tomorrow's an away game, and then, and then Tuesday, I think, is, is a home game. Right. And, um, yeah, they played Wednesday, and they beat Dallas. Yeah, that was huge. So that's they came huge. back in the second half. They were down 2-1. Right. They play tomorrow at Minnesota. Yep. And then they come home to Seattle, which is going to be a huge test. Right, because that's the best team in the league. Right. So let's go LAFC, man. Let's they're, do it, man. They're the funnest club on the West Coast. I can attest to that. Yeah, they really are. And if uh, if Seymour, hi Seymour, I don't know if you're listening, but if if he offers up those seats again, me and you, Rossi, we're going. <laughs> yeah, two baby. guys, two guys, two guys. That's all it takes. Um, and you know they probably have some bringing it back home, some great wine down there too. Probably, I don't know exactly where, but I'm gonna guess they have that. And Kristen, who brought this wine insider up to us, right, is a big LAFC fan. So oh, we want to shout out to her for making this happen. Shout out. And um, can't wait to, uh, to sample some of these amazing wines you guys have. And hey, maybe another LAFC game this year. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be really fun. Yeah, big, big shout out to Kristen Rosen. She's the best in the biz. And uh, um, excited for this partnership. Yeah, we're going to keep, uh, keep going with this. All of you, all of you know, thirty-five. Order up some wine. Yeah. So, and um, I don't know if we mentioned this or not because we did it so seamlessly and it felt so real. Wine Insiders, we should say, 
is is a sponsor of the podcast. We should let people know that. <laughs> yeah, let's just disclose that right up front. Right up front. Yeah. We don't want because it 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 happens so. I mean, we still got it. It was so right there. We never even talked about that, and it just happened so exactly. organically. Yeah, organically, much like some of the wines they probably offer. I would hope so. Fighters. I like a good yeah. organic wine. I I used to not. I used to say like, oh, they're putting organic on there because it doesn't taste very good. But maybe maybe that's that's changing. Oh, you it's, know? that could be changing. And they, you know, other farmers they have to deal with pests and pesticides and right. uh, water issues. You want oh. a sustainable winemaker. Totally. But, you know, I think that's hurt right. Harm the environment. I totally agree. Well, then let's do this. Let's get on wineinsiders.com, order a couple of organic Pinots, brother, me and you, <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll see what I'll happens. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Why not? They got to be on there. They have a few. Uh, they, have a few they definitely have some organic wines on there. Nice. All right. Well, that's great to hear. That's All right, fantastic. boss. Well, this has been great. I'm sorry you have to sit in meetings for the rest of the day, but uh, I'm glad we got this in. Me and... too. This is this has been a great part of the day, and uh, it'll give our our fan base something to get excited about moving into the the weekend of some huge sports. And probably our next podcast will be Monday. I'm guessing, right? Chances are. Mm, I think if a season finishes, we might have to pod Sunday. I mean, okay. if, a, if a series finishes. Um, okay. I guess I all the se- all the series is, are going to end by Sunday night because the World Series starts on Tuesday. Right, we so, could have one ending tonight. Yeah, we might have to jump on Sunday afternoon just to right. wrap up at least the American League. Well, I feel like I think that's that's an option. Or another option is after everything is resolved, because it'll mm. be resolved by Sunday, we can do a, a World Series preview kickoff. Um, you know, Monday. a little bit of a recap and then a kickoff. Yeah, the World Series preview Monday for sure. Yeah, count on that count on that full panel we'll get sasha in here oh yeah cry some red Sox tears or spread some red Sox joy whichever way it goes yep and i'm gonna work on some some fun wine baseball kind of puns maybe there's a way to like i don't know i I don't want to sort of showcase or workshop anything right now because i don't really have it but look for that next time some some fun wine baseball puns that i can think of i love it Get it going. All right, brother. All right, Daver. Talk to you soon. All right, have a great one. Love you, guy. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye.